What's going on, everybody? It's your boy JVD, and we're back at it again with another episode of the FPL and Wine podcast. What's up, guys? Jason here. Jay, the double game week is in full swing, but can we still call it a double game week with all these postponements? <laughs> probably, probably not, man. I mean, for some teams, but yeah, we got a lot of lot of cancellations, postponements. Um, if you were one of the guys that brought in Spurs players early, that's not great. But um, yeah. Game week 22, we're underway about halfway through. Um, how much points you got? How many points? Right now I got 60 on the board. A uh, couple Very nice. couple more players to play. I don't know if uh, Dennis will play, but we'll see. Yeah, who is your big returners? Because I got 44, and I didn't get any really returns out of my midfield or forwards. Um, probably just my defense. I mean, Cancelo and Trent, True. obviously. Cancelo, Trent, yeah. He I had Cody. I mean, if it weren't for oh, Ward yeah, Prowse, yeah. he probably would have got like 15 points. So 14 points. Yeah, you got... Dude, that's like his first goal in like yeah, a couple yeah. years, right? Something I was just like going that. for the yeah, clean sheet. I didn't think he'd score, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, you'll take it, dude. Definitely take it. Yeah, I got 44. I took a minus 8 to bring in Mount and Trossard and Sterling. So not not too not too uh, upset about that. Still got another game to go from Mount Trossard. Um, yeah, other than that, just... Uh, yeah, 44 points. Same, same usual returners. Cancelo, Trent um and bowen um but yeah other than that we got a uh, quite a lot of talking points lots of movement throughout the league uh players moving around uh some teams uh picking up form again uh but yeah we'll go through our talking points preview talk about our captaincy and transfers and uh yeah should be wrapping that um but yeah first game of the weekend was brighton versus palace so i watched this game pretty pretty intently because i have trossard as my captain Picked him up as a differential kind of punt for the doubles. Um, got a good chance, but uh, yeah, did you watch the game? I did. I did watch the game, yeah. Kind of unlucky with the one-on-one with the goalie. I mean, he should have slotted it. Yeah, the goalie made a really good save, honestly. I was I was pretty impressed with that with the foot, I think. Um, game was pretty balanced, though, right? Like, quite a lot of back and forth. First half was really entertaining, I thought. Yeah, I mean, when I look at this game, I thought Brayden would want to take it right i mean they're they're the side that plays the better football in my opinion for sure home yeah yeah home team trossard yeah, was there i mean i think that was a cheeky little cap punt and, and miss that too i mean trossard could have taken it i know gross takes usually takes them so but it was really unconvincing well, he, he usually slots them too he usually just slots which is rare it doesn't make sense why he would hit it like that but especially against a keeper sure. that you know doesn't regularly play um for sure for but sure but the the positive was definitely Connor gallagher back into the the goals um getting one putting his sign up one zero yeah he's great man he is he is very consistent player in your opinion do you think he'll break into that chelsea team um i i don't personally think so um just because there's only there's only two slots for midfielders and i mean conte and kovacic um mount Jorginho, and gallagher i mean that's an amazing midfield options um he could be playing some of the, maybe the lesser games though, um, but I don't think he'll be first choice there. Uh, but that being said, I would love for him to stay at Palace, man. If that was an option for him, that would be great. I I just don't see him getting in that Chelsea team, well right away, anyways. Maybe in like a couple of years from now. Another player that actually on Brighton that impressed was Cucurella. Oh, he's he's amazing, man. Yeah, he just bombs down the left. The, the yeah, left well, not even just up the wing though, too, right? He he was like finding himself central. Uh, for for some of the chances as well but yeah dude brighton good team good players just very consistent uh you know what they're gonna come out with every week i think 
What's interesting is the like this is like I don't know how many games where Palace have conceded late into the game. Yeah, they always manage to to let a goal by, similar to Newcastle, I would say, just like somehow managed to concede. Uh, but yeah, Brighton Palace one one to wrap that. I think uh, City versus Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, I, I woke up early for this game. I know you were at the cottage. I, I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't watch that one. Listen, City were in control majority of the game, especially in the first half. Um, Chelsea were defending in a low block uh, majority of the first half. But then they became a little bit more adventurous in the second half. And Tuchel wanted them to push up. Uh, like Lukaku didn't really hold up the play very well for them. Um, for Chelsea, uh, their buildup was okay. Kovacic and Conte actually played well. Dude, managers keep using Lukaku as like this hold-up play, like striker. But, but we, as United fans, yeah, like know. he's not really good at that. <laughs> the touch, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, if we flip it to City, I mean, Sterling and KDB really impressed. Yeah. Um, I know you had Sterling. He actually looked really good. Yeah, uh, beating, I, I saw he, he got beat a lot Alonso. of a lot of good chances. Uh, well on the xg came up um yeah i'm happy having sterling kdb yeah great great options um i mean salah i think most people have already transferred him out by now um but those two players are good picks just for placeholders but i mean also for just moving forward right like just just having one of these guys just seems really good considering city are just in this uh they're they're in their flow um, chances will keep coming, I would say, for both of them. The AFCON Cup, the group stage ends uh, around February, I believe. And it says on the fantasy website that Salah will be expected back for his game against Leicester in game week 24. However, because he's playing these okay. games, it's not certain that he will start, for example, let's say against Leicester. So is it still worth bringing in someone like KDB or Sterling for 23 and possibly 24 and then if you want you can switch over to Salah or is it a waste of a transfer yeah I don't know I think I think I would be more inclined to hold them for a, like a more medium to long term because like I mean I don't know you you still want your three city guys right so I would probably look elsewhere to to make the funds to get or like you know to, to transfer a player out to get Salah back in personally right 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 um i i'm i'm looking at holding well like i don't know i brought in mount this week right he's missing two games so that's probably where i'm gonna go for uh my salah uh like placeholder i suppose um sterling for me seems like more of a long-term well medium long-term hold uh same with kdb if i did have him or if i was planning to bring him in yeah i mean the next uh three fixtures for city are southampton away brentford at home and norwich away so those are amazing fixtures yeah, that's awesome um <clears throat> top three city assets to own at the moment jay um cancelo is number one like agreed clearly i would say um i still think foden is a great asset and great option to own um but i don't know if he's really top three i think sterling's in there and kdb's in there so Maybe top four. You also got unlucky with the DS kind of benching a little bit. Yeah, what what is that, man? Why does why does Laporte ever play? <laughs> or Stones? Yeah, I don't I don't really understand. Um, the 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 Diaz Stones uh, combination last year was really good for them, and I think they kind of I don't know. I mean, they're still winning games. They're still going to win the league, but I feel like they could do it better with without Laporte in the lineup, probably. Hundred um, percent. Anyone from Chelsea? that you're interested in i know they have blanks coming up so are we yeah not not for now not for now um I, i'm happy owning mount though i i just uh, i wish they, those blanks didn't exist so i could hold them for longer to be honest 
But um, they have Spurs coming up next, as well as an extra game against Brighton. So pretty happy owning Mount for now. And uh, yeah, we'll reevaluate after these uh, after they get back from these uh, blanks. I guess that's holy smokes. That is in March, bro. <laughs> yeah. If you look at the game week log, the 24-25 are blanks. They play Palace in the uh, February 19th. No game, and then it's March. So that's quite a ways away. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, Norwich versus Everton. Wow. 2-0 to Norwich? 2-1 to Norwich, was it? 2-1. I mean, a lot of fan- fantasy managers had, what, DCL and Gray? Particularly uh, Damari Gray. Yeah, people people got excited by the, their double last week, right? <laughs> and listen, I, I, I kind of... I didn't. I mean, I benched Gray because I I preferred Rafinha over Gray, but like I was, I don't know. I expect I still expected him to kind of return. Well, to do something against Norwich. Then again, we've been saying for quite some time on this podcast, like Norwich isn't the same Norwich as we saw before. Even though they did concede five to Arsenal recently and stuff like that, like Dean Smith has still got them kind of drilled in a better manner. And I mean, well, it just shows how bad Everton have become, right? And firing their manager. <laughs> exactly. Benitez is sacked. It's official. Everton released a statement. So who's going to take over now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm very interested to see uh, who does take over. I think um, they might just do Duncan Ferguson again as a uh, as a placeholder until they figure out what they want to actually do long term. But, dude, Everton, what a mess, man. Digne just leaves two days ago, three days ago. And then the manager gets sacked. And the reason why he left was because he disagreed with the old manager um there's a there's a lot of messes in there like the two best strikers of their team just always injured um and i, I don't know i'm still gonna try and target them in terms of uh considering them a, a very easy fixture even with the new manager coming in they still have a lot of problems to fix. taking carlo ancelotti once managed everton as soon as madrid came knocking on his door to come back he's like i'm gone man he's in the what Copa del Rey or whatever, the final for the Spanish league. And, yeah. I mean, Madrid are looking freaking amazing right now. Yeah, so. dude. No, it feels feels very bad if you're an Everton fan. Can't cannot, uh, can't express enough sympathy for those guys. <laughs> Moving on to an interesting game of the weekend, Newcastle against Watford. More of a relegation battle game, actually. Yep. Um, ASM on fire. Eight goals this season. Um, looking good, that right? That goal was awesome, man. That goal was awesome. Just like bullying the defender putting him under pressure and then dude the, the drive that he has like to get towards goal is like it's very difficult to keep up with that as a defender what's man. more what's more interesting is that a lot of people had Watford assets uh particularly uh Joshua King and Dennis Lemenis. Josh King bro this guy with those what two, happened huge chances man he had like okay, two, I didn't watch this game two, two or three like big big chances on it well one on his left foot one on his right foot I think and they were both like middle left of the box like bro come on at least hit the target like there's such good chances um but yeah king king could have had probably a couple goals and then dennis had um i would say one to two potential assists from one pass to king and one pass to sissoko i think so both of those guys could have really returned big but i don't know it's just like yeah watford are a very strange team they can they uh, create a lot i would say but the finishing is just not there uh, on a consistent basis and i think that's going to end up getting them relegated by the end of the season you look at the recent games of watford and they struggled to score more than one goal in each of their games yeah right? yeah and again it's despite a lot of good football and good chances being 
if we flip the switch and we look at Newcastle, they just signed Chris Wood. So is he an asset on your radar? Does this make ASM more attractive to you? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I would I would definitely say so. First of all, it's just they don't have to rely on someone who's consistently injured in Wilson, even though he's a great player. Um, I think Wood has more, uh, like just more minutes, right? So, and he's, he's just a, a good overall player, I would say, right? Like hold up play. Uh, getting good shots off headers um and yeah being able to link up with someone like saint max definitely is gonna do him a lot of good compared to the guys he had at uh burnley also trippier is in the team too i think it's a great signing yeah yeah i think those are both uh really good signings um i'm worried about burnley eh because that's like 10 to 12 goals from their team just just gone right how are they replacing that norwich burnley and watford are kind of looking like for relegated yeah relegation I just think the way they're playing, it's not it's not good enough. Leeds will probably yeah. make it. Newcastle, I think, should make it. But I mean, they're spending like <laughs> they got ASM there, so yeah, they're gonna. I think they're gonna sign more defenders as well, just to continue to shore it up for the rest of the season. So yeah, they've got two more weeks in the window. But yeah, I I probably agree with you. Newcastle will stay up. Watford down. Burnley and who is the third one? Norwich. Yep. Yeah, maybe maybe Everton too, dude. Who knows? That that would suck. I mean, it'll be weird seeing Everton in the championship. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Moving on to Wolves against Southampton. Um, Wolves has actually been impressing, and they've actually been under the radar for quite some time now. Um, just kind of yeah, you got a good pickup. Yeah, just kind of you know, picking up these clean sheets. Um, you know, winning one zero, losing maybe one zero to City, losing one zero to Chelsea, but like they have great defense, and I was kind of interested to watch their game just to see how they defend without Saiz and they still defended the same yeah yeah Saiz is Saiz is like he's a he's kind of a weird player because he he contributes a lot to their team in terms of going forward as well right so yeah I don't think the defending is necessarily his like like bread and butter but yeah I mean dude, their team defense is what really impresses me man they just they stay so compact and like don't give any teams a lot of space between lines and stuff like that um I mean, how many cleans have they just rattled off? A lot. Like it was like eight, eight and ten, right? Something like that before this yeah, game. Yeah, for our listeners, if you guys are on wild card or you know are planning on it, Cody, Saw, Kilman, Nuri, these are all pickups yeah. that I would highly, highly recommend. 100%. I mean, even just one of them, their, their defense is really, really good. As a matter of fact, they should have cleaned against Southampton, but they were unlucky with because you know James Ward-Prowse. I mean, you can't yeah. really defend his free kick sometimes. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm really, I'm really impressed with how Bruno Lage has worked so far. And can I just say, we've all been waiting for this return of the season. Adama Traore finally getting his goal. <laughs> oh my Let's gosh. Go. I don't know. He, what a guy. Weird guy, but um, it's worth go. noting that they're currently six points off from the UCL spots with one game in hand. So they are chasing Arsenal and West Ham. Yeah, that'll be, well, that's, that's going to be interesting if they can keep that up. Um, what did you think about Southampton? Um, Broha had a couple of chances, I think, right? Yeah, Broha had some chances. Um, I don't know. I mean, sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. They're not really a side that kind of interests me in terms mixed of... Mixed bag, right? Yeah. Like, the only player that interests me in terms of FPL is literally uh, JWP. I mean, he has everything in his locker. He gets goals sometimes. He's on set pieces. He's on pens. I mean, that's about it. But other than that, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Nuri is the best pick for Wolves, by the way, guys. Oh, 4.3 yeah. million. Playing defense. Um, he got two assists, actually. Yep. So, yep, for sure. 11 points. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that call. Definitely like that call. 
Um, all right, moving on. Uh, Villa versus Manchester United. Very great game. Uh, <laughs> nice way to nice way to ruin a Saturday afternoon. Um, <laughs> after dropping uh, two points after eighty minutes, I guess two goals, eighty one and eighty five or something like that. Just like bruh, come on. Yeah. The defense is just shambles. Um, first half was good, I would say, for United perspective. Um, created quite a bit, controlled the game. Second half, they just they just completely dropped it, right? Dropped the ball. Yeah, I mean, they just we have no control sometimes. I mean, a little bit in the first half, yes, but it, it was hard. I mean, if you look at both the goals we scored, they were both defensive errors that Ashton Villa made. Um, you look at the goals Ashton Villa scored, they were both goals that they worked on and created kind of thing, right? Yeah, they, they, they forced turnovers and then yeah, so made the ball move real quick and got in there. I, I think the main talking point here is Ashton Villa, as a matter of fact. And, and the big question yeah, is, sure. will they double in 23? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm definitely interested in more of their assets. I currently have Watkins. Um, but yeah, Coutinho coming in looking good. Um, little cameo from him. So, I mean, it'll be good to see if he gets more minutes and how he plays with those more minutes. Um but I mean, the team the team would probably be looking to feed him more often than not, right? Seven point Yeah, and it is an attractive double. They play Everton plus either Burnley or Leeds. Um, you said you have Watkins. I have Matty Cash. Um, if I didn't have Matty Cash, listen, I would obviously prefer Dini over Matty Cash. I think he's a very good player. He's on set pieces, I think, a little bit too, and he did very well in his debut. I, I I'm just a little worried about. Uh, target being there because I think target is also okay like like if you're if I'm giving them a rating target would be like a 70 and Digne would be like a 78 80 something like that so mm-hmm. it's pretty close there mm-hmm. so I think um you know the the manager has options there so just uh just be, be aware you know yeah be, yeah, be yeah. ready be ready for a for a random rotation especially in a double where the game's coming my quick, question right? to you is are you inter- interested in a triple up if they double or no would you be happy with uh, a double no, I'm 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 happy with just one or two, yeah. yeah. Um I'm not like gonna rush to like hit in a bunch of villa players or like make too many transfers there. Um but I mean yeah, Coutinho and Digne are really good options. Jacob Ramsey for four point six in that midfield slot. I mean, dude, you cannot go wrong. The guy was looking amazing, right? Goal and an assist, right? Yeah, yeah, no, he was looking good. He he doesn't look like he's gonna get dropped anymore. Yeah, and he, he gets forward so well too, it's uh He's a great player. Uh, I mean, listen, if you're on wild card and you need a budget enabler, like oh, yeah. I think he's your guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I would go like Ramsey and then maybe Coutinho Watkins, something like that. Yeah. Um, having having two or three of those guys on wild card couldn't couldn't really complain about that. Um, what are you what are you thinking about your United assets? Um, well, I only have David de Gea. This guy, he I th- he got me like one bonus point, so he actually ended up on four points. Bro, it's so crazy, <laughs> yeah, nice, like. Nice. Y- he he puts in these crazy performances, but at the end of the day, United still concede. Like I'm looking at the stats, he yeah. made seven saves. He got one bonus point. If he had cleaned, then he probably would have finished on like uh, eight or nine. But yeah, more than that, maybe ten or twelve. Like I'm happy. The, the I'm kind of happy with De Gea. He makes a lot of saves and he gets these these bonus points and save points. But apart from that, I'm not really interested in anyone else. Honestly, I mean. Bruno, like, I'm happy that he got the goals, but then for people that do own Bruno, you have to ask yourselves, well, if Ronaldo, oh, Ronaldo comes back comes in, back, yeah. how is this going to affect Bruno? Okay, but, I mean, if they're holding, if you guys are holding him just for Salah, then that makes sense. Yeah. Listen, that was a great return. I wish I had Bruno, man. 
Um, that was sick. Well, I mean, yeah. if you knew that uh, Ronaldo was out, I think a lot more people would have got Bruno in, right? Yes. But yes, yes, Rangnick yes. comes out in the press conference freaking Thursday night and goes, yeah, Ronaldo's going to play. He should be fine. <laughs> and then and, he's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. This Dude, the team is so weird. Like, without Ronaldo, we sometimes struggle for goals. And then... Also, do you think we miss Scott a little bit? In that yeah, game? Matic was, like, pretty bad, man. I don't know. He can't... He just can't run. I don't understand why... He gets picked for these games where, I mean, we know, like, I mean, you and I know how Villa play. So the manager obviously knows that they're going to press and stuff, right? So why are you playing a guy that can't run against a team that likes to run? Doesn't really make sense to me, but lots of stuff doesn't make sense with this team. (laughs) I think we do have a good run, though. We play West Ham next, and then after that's a good run. So listen, if you have Ronaldo, keep him. I mean, if you can afford a salon Ronaldo, then I would say... You know, just keep Ronaldo because it is Ronaldo at the end of the day. Um, but that's about it. I wouldn't really go anywhere else. I, I would prefer City midfielders over over him, right? Like, if you had the option of KDB or Ronaldo, you're taking KDB at this point in time, right? Speaking of KDB, a quick question. Do you think he's, like, um, like locked in in terms of position? Like, he's not going to get rotated? Because he's played, I think, five straight games now. So do you have a comfortable lead, though? I would. I'm just worried about his like uh, his fitness always, right? Like even this game, he played really good, and then he played. He's played six straight games. Like started, almost came off with a knock. Yeah, no, that's that's good. I, I mean, as long as he continues to start, I mean, you can't really complain about him as a player, man, for sure. Um, moving on to uh, today's game, an exciting one actually. West Ham against uh, Leeds. West, uh, yeah, West Ham started really slow. I watched the entire game. West Ham started really slow. Leeds, you know playing taking the game to them um i mean they're kind of fighting to stay out of the relegation zone as well so jack harrison with the hat trick kind of unlikely source of goals but hey i mean i'm happy he's finding his feet i think he got around eight to nine goals last season and i think he's on four now so i mean he still has some work to do but i'm happy that he's back amongst the goals the bigger the bigger player was was rafinha rafinha man bro he was sick today bro he he could have had another assist but they chalked it off due to var so yeah. he hit, took a free yeah, kick, I hit, saw that. The, I saw hit that. the bar. So and there was also yeah yeah the the assist you're talking about the the Rodrigo Click. one where he Click. was yeah yeah Click. yeah. I mean it is what it is, but he looked really good, man. He's also bro, he's on pens now. Like this is a different Rafinha compared to last season. Like yeah, I agree. Yeah, this guy's he looks on pens. Incredible, man. Yeah. So if you're on wild card, are you looking to bring someone in? Rafinha, highly highly recommend. Dude, Rafinha for sure, man. Yeah, Rafinha for sure. Um, yeah, and I think you noted he's probably probably going to be playing for a move away in the summer, right? As well, just just putting himself out. I just hope he doesn't go to Liverpool. Ah, dude, United should have freaking signed him instead of uh, instead of Sancho in the summer. Probably would have saved a nice twenty thirty million. It's actually fitting because we're on West Ham Leeds. So, um, quick question: Like Salah apparently asked for more money from Liverpool, but maybe Liverpool might not want to accept those terms because they do have a wage structure and they do want to keep that. So. Guys like Rafinha, guys like Bowen, are they on Klopp's radar? If so, how are you feeling about that? Man, Bowen would be a, an incredible signing for them. Actually, so would Rafinha. Um, as a United fan, obviously not not really uh, looking forward to that because they, they'll probably just slot right in like Jota does. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, it seems like there's going to be a little bit of changing of the tides in Liverpool over the next uh, couple transfer windows, right? Like if, yeah. if this uh, Salah contract thing does end up being an issue for them um who they sign to replace him and stuff will be very interesting to see 
Um, Bowen, Bowen looks just amazing though. Every single game, man, the headers, shooting, uh, dribbling past people just looks uh, so dangerous all the time. Yeah, I mean, I had the uh, uh, choice between captain named Bowen and Antonio. I went Antonio. I just felt like maybe, I know Bowen was in the better form, so it might have been a, uh, like a kind of a stupid decision. I just thought because Leeds concede a lot down the center, maybe Antonio might be a better pick. He's been kind of like he hasn't scored in a while, so maybe he was kind of hungry to get off the mark. But listen, Bowen got the seven, Antonio got the four. I'm kind of happy Antonio got an assist, so. I'll leave it at that. I think he was close to getting a red card at one point during the oh, game. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, you know what? I'll take the four over a minus two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any day. For sure. But listen, Bowen is crazy. I mean, this guy, he's looking like a, a set and forget pick, right? Again, so dangerous. The the, the direct running at players um, can't really can't really ask for much more from an FPL perspective. Um, and he shoots shoots so much, like getting, getting fed by a good team. He shoots. He's on set pieces. Yeah, good good players delivering. Dude, that, that cross from Cresswell was so good for the corner, man. Created uh, so much danger. It was. Um, I don't know if you watched the ending. He actually had the, the chance to tie the game, Bowen. But Antonio crossed it in. It was kind of deflected. And it came at Bowen fast. Ah, okay, okay. So he chested it over the net. So picture yourself chesting it. Like, ah. it's weird. So yeah, he could yeah, have yeah. tied it. But for more sure. points for Bowen. I mean, he's looking like the pick. What do you want to do with... Well, you don't have Antonio, so what's your advice for people that do have Antonio? No, like, I'm in that situation right now. Mm, I would I would be holding him, man. I think they, they... After... I mean, United is still a good fixture, I would say. And then uh, Watford, Leicester, Newcastle. Definitely um, a hold through those fixtures, for sure. Um, Moving... Oh, yeah. And then Cresswell, I mean, he's a good defensive option if anyone's interested. He's always... His set pieces are very good, and he does like to bomb forward and get those crosses in so do you like him over Digne uh at the moment no okay at the moment no um I do like the way uh West Ham defend like I, I think Cresswell has a better chance of getting defensive returns but Digne has a better chance of getting offensive so I don't know I also think is Cresswell more expensive than Digne because Digne is a five I think they're about let the me same. just check real quick guys uh, Cresswell's 5.3 so listen I think Digne right now but Cresswell's still good um, alright moving on game week 23 um, got some interesting games we've got Watford Norwich relegation scrap what do you think's gonna happen there bro I don't know man Norwich might like just beat Watford but just pull it out listen like everyone has Watford assets so you know just play them right yeah yeah I think so I mean that that, that should but this be... is a scrappy game bro these games are close man I, I could see a lot of goals lots of goals in these games though right like uh, Emmanuel, Dennis, and King should have uh, good good chances against Norwich, I would say. All right, next. Again, another relegation scrap. Leeds and Newcastle. Um, I could see a lot of a, a lot of chances coming for Rafinha and um, on the other side, St. Max and Chris Wood. Uh, again, probably going to be pretty high scoring. So if you have these players, I would be happy to, happy to own and start them. It's weird. Uh, Newcastle, I'm just looking at their players... Um, they've just one second here, guys. Newcastle has only they've barely scored any goals actually in their last like five six matches. Like they haven't scored more than one goal since game week twelve. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, do you think they they're just trying to focus on defense, kind of? Possibly. I mean, this is a good game to see. I just think if Leeds play like how they played today, that they should be able to put away Newcastle easily. Like Leeds don't need to be in the relegation battle. Yes. Okay. They started off very bad, but. The performance they played today, man, they should not. They should stay in the prem. Like Newcastle, I think Leeds should win this, but I wouldn't be surprised if Wood or ASM knock one in. 
Yeah, pull one out. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, United versus West Ham. Um, I can definitely see West Ham taking this. Really? Yeah, it's a David Moyes uh, revenge game as, <laughs> as per usual. I think we beat them, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's just so hard for me to call United games at the moment with uh, how up and down everything is. I think it'll be close, though. It'll probably be one goal either way, I would say. Next game is Southampton against Man City. Um, bro, I just really like KDB at the moment, man. This guy's on fire. Like, Yeah, I feel like Southampton will just roll over too, right? After but, hey, Southampton always like pull one out of the bag against City. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, last game. I think that Jay was Adams. the Adam Armstrong game, right, as well. <laughs> Adam Armstrong, Chain Adam scoring from like way out. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know if you remember that one? Yeah, so I don't know. I do, like, I listen, Ra- uh, what's his name? Hassan Hudel. Hassan Hudel, yeah. He'll, he might put on a defensive display. I don't know. Um, But that was back in the day when like they had Vestergaard and stuff. And I don't know. Bertrand. So we'll see what happens now. Um, I, I mean, I would say probably City 3 nothing. If you had KDB, would you cap him? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, great game for cap. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Sterling cap for this week. Lovely. Um, or Kinsella. When any, anyways, we'll talk about that in a sec. Um, Chelsea versus Tottenham. Bro, I think Spurs are tired of playing Chelsea, bro. Like, there's no way they're, yeah, they're so many games for to yeah, play Chelsea yeah. again and lose like and one zero two zero three zero. Yeah, it's a very frustrating game against Chelsea, right? They press you really well, keep their defensive shape, and like Kane just doesn't touch the ball all game. It's tough. Those cup games, I think, both three nothing, right? Uh, two zero and one zero, right? Oh, okay, okay. Something like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's not a good game for Tottenham. Chelsea should be able to take this uh, game, but you never know. I mean, when a team plays a team twice and loses twice, they always want to come back for more, right, and try and win. Yep, yep. So we'll see. Yes, sir. Um, and then, yeah, let's go to our differentials. What are you seeing? Uh, if you look at that Watford-Norwich game, a lot of people have their eyes on Emmanuel Dennis and Joshua King, but Jao Pedro has been scoring a couple of goals here and there. Uh, so... He's actually the man in form right now in that Watford team. So don't underestimate him. Yeah, I like, I mean, Coutinho, good good differential. Um, he won't be one for very long, though, I don't think. I think a lot of people are going to be picking him up uh, once they see him get uh, a start and look good. I think, I mean, I, I'm on that boat. Coutinho, he's already the most transferred in player, 210,000. <laughs> 3.4%. Yeah, every, sing- every single Liverpool fan is bringing him in. <laughs> um, no questions asked. But yeah, I'm going to wait probably another week or two, just see... Uh, See him get a 90 minutes or like even like 70 plus and looking good. And then I'll I'll probably be looking at bringing him in after that. I'm going to bring up Ait Nuri again. Looked very good uh, with Saiz out of the team as well, I think. Not only is he playing for a very defensive, a good defensive team, but he's also a creative outlet for that team. Um, drawing a penalty last game and also supplying an assist, which is two assists. So, I mean, very good player. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Differentials. Um What's your transfers looking like? Yeah, I mean, I, I really, really want to get KDB in. So I'll probably transfer out Kane and Gray and bring in Watkins and KDB for a minus four. Uh, I think the Watkins move yeah, will bad. definitely happen. Uh, regardless of the double, I just like Gerard yeah, and Villa. Yeah. Um, but listen, yep. if they do double, Coutinho could tempt me, but I don't I don't want to put all my chips. Don't tunnel Yeah, I don't want to put all my chips vision, in, in Ashton Villa as well. Well, I mean, also, like, just, just got to wait doubles just a little bit less because of the cancellation factor as well. Yes, you know? yes, that too. I mean, listen, I brought in Madison actually before the news. and Oh, you did? Damn. So I, I kind of already yeah, learned from yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, I like KDB right now, and we already discussed him being a captain against Southampton. So 
there's some there's somewhat of a case to be made actually for like just kind of ignoring the doubles entirely because i mean if someone blanks they're gonna get a double in a couple weeks xpo yeah yeah exactly (laughs) um but yeah for me um i think i'm just gonna roll honestly i haven't rolled in a long time my team's looking good um everyone's got a pretty reasonable fixture uh yeah can't can't really complain about the squad right now um my bench is very weak i have gelhard and livermento both red flagged but i can live with that i think for another week or two yeah i'm thinking about my wild card um it's kind of in the back of my mind especially with these longer term injuries on my bench well let me ask you this actually since you mentioned it mm-hmm um, with Salah coming back and I think Leeds and Ashwilla may double, would that interest you to pull the trigger on your wild card? Yeah, I would say so. Um, Leeds and Villa are good teams just because they have those enablers, right? Like I could get someone like, um, uh, what's the Leeds defender, Ailing, Someone like that. Get uh, Jacob Ramsey. Good, good opportunity to bench boost if those guys, if that double does get announced. Awesome. And then last but not least, uh, captaincy. Yeah. Let's just go through the games real quick uh, one more time. Um yeah, I think uh I think City versus Watford uh sorry, City versus Southampton is probably the the, the premier game to captain in. KDB, you're you're definitely looking at that if you transfer him in, right? If I bring him in, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if Watkins doubles, then probably Watkins. I I, I would probably go there as well. Um I I'm I'm on Sterling at the moment, but yeah, depending on the double game week announcement, um, it could get switched to Watkins. Uh, I mean, some other players could also end up getting doubles too, right? It's not just Villa, or or is it? No, I mean, listen, Rafinha, bro. Yeah, yeah, Rafinha. Uh, so so Leeds would maybe be the other double. Yeah, yeah, because they're gonna play Newcastle and then Villa. Wow. Okay, that's that's so, pretty. I like. Good. I really like Rafinha. I mean, I like Rafinha irrespective of the. Um, oh yeah, bro. Regardless of the the double or not, because Newcastle is a great fixture, and I think, like we said, there's gonna be quite a few goals in there. So I mean. Once again, guys, just make try and uh, wait out, wait it out. Make your transfers uh, as late as possible. But yeah, man, another episode in the books. A lot to talk about. Um, but I think we handled that fine. Yeah, I think there's still a few more games left, right? Spurs, uh, Leicester. Oh yeah, there, there's still my captain still to play uh, Tuesday. Chelsea. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Maybe he gets a pen and he's like, you know what? I'm taking it this time against <laughs> Chelsea. Yeah, I would so, I would love that. Nice cheeky, fingers crossed cheeky for that. little return. Yeah. And then uh I don't know, man, with United, we'll see if uh we go to Brentford and win. It'll be a tough match, but we'll see. A lot of managers captaining Ronaldo, their vice is on Bruno, so we'll also see about that. But yeah, there you have it folks. Another episode in the books. I'm your co host Johnny. This is Jason. And this is the FPL and Wine Podcast. Signing off. Peace.